Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I am thrilled today to have uh, Zalman Raphael here with me, artistic director and CEO at the Carolina Ballet. Um, I'm very excited to have someone in his expertise here with me today, um, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hi, my name is Zalman Raphael, and I go by Zali, and the title I hold as it relates to the work I do is what Danielle mentioned. And um, yeah, yeah. So I first want to, I, I always love to dive in and get to know how you got into dance. What was your starting point for dance? I, I think just that when I was, when I was a kid, I was active, but I wasn't like a sports person. Okay. So at first I did, well, pretty much in tandem, I did dance, ballet and gymnastics. Okay. And then I, by the time I was eight, I was put into a program that was full-time. Okay. Ballet. Yeah. In New York. So. And you just got hooked. You just got hooked ever since. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Where was there for you when you were growing up, were there people that you were watching dance that you drew inspiration from that you loved that got you into dance more or were you just well, pure sheer love for it yourself? I grew up in like the it, at the mecca of yeah ballet okay it pretty much well certainly in the states but yeah one of the places in the world which is yeah. at Lincoln Center at the yes. School of American Ballet so you know you're eight years old and you're just walking around Lincoln Center and in the buildings with all these yeah dancers some of them you didn't even know like yeah Jerome Robbins used to come sit and watch the classes I was in and you know you didn't i didn't know that at yeah, the time yeah. i didn't know who he was because i was eight yep so the people who i did know were people just like that had joined new york city ballet because they had been in the on the floor with that you know like it yep. goes from eight until 18 or 19 yep. and um so i um it's not like it wasn't that anyone in particular yeah. was the whole inspiration it was the whole like vibe vibe of yeah. the, the yeah. culture around yeah it that i think drew me into dance yeah okay okay yeah um and can you share how long you said you you know got serious at age eight um from what age to what age were you dancing training and, yes well i mean you're always training yes yes always but I, I trained from the time I was eight until I was 19. And okay. I like, and when I was about 18, I started really, I mean, I guess 17, 17, okay. 18, and then 19, I started auditioning for companies, okay. but 17 was kind of young and I wasn't really yeah. ready. And then 18, I was ready, but didn't get a full-time position. And yeah. then by the time I was 19, okay. I did and, get several. You know, and now you're doing more coaching and you're doing more choreographing. Yeah. I stopped performing 10 years ago. Okay. So, and what I do, what I started doing was just, I mean, I had been, I've always been choreographing yeah, yeah. since I was about 12 or wow. 13 actually. And then, um, I st you know, there's thing when you choreograph some 
folks choreograph. Some people are repetitors, which yeah. they yeah. put the work on the dancers. Yep. Then there are coaches who prepare the dancers. Okay. Um, teaching is a separate thing. Like okay. so, there are several aspects of what someone can do on the other side. Okay. And then there's, you know, the management of the entire yeah thing, which is that's what I do. I'm, okay. All of the above. Okay. Okay. You've got your hands busy. Yeah. <laughs> what is currently being rehearsed right now for Carolina Ballet? Carolina Ballet opens its 26th season on Thursday. Very cool. And the headlining work on the program is The Firebird yep. by our founder. But The Firebird, there are many versions of The Firebird. Okay. Um, Carolina Ballet does the one that Robert Weiss choreographed. Yeah. Uh, on that program is another ballet called Le Saltenbox to Stravinsky's Symphony in C. Okay. Then um, a ballet called Allegro Brilliant by George Balanchine. Okay. And then a world premiere by a young female choreographer named Gianna Risen, who made her first ballet when she was 18 on New York City Ballet, and she is now 24. Okay. And it's, um, I saw the whole thing last night, and it's very, very unique. Okay. So she's really, she's really a remarkable young talent. Really nice to have her here. And she Love it. created something very different than what we normally present, but very yeah very special leading up to the opening how long has rehearsals been going on how long has the prep been going for opening uh, when the company returns like the second week in august yeah we have two weeks where we do new works by choreo it's called the choreographer spotlight series yeah. and we present that at the north carolina museum of art so during those two weeks, those choreographers work to create the the ballets they'll yeah. we will present for that evening. It's okay. a one night. And then in tandem, we're rehearsing ballets that will go on throughout the season. Okay. Not just the opening night. Yeah, not just the opening night. But once that program closes, we have two we had two weeks. Okay. Really to get all of what's going on the stage on thursday ready okay um and then there are several casts of each ballot okay there are 52 dancers okay. and several apprentices so and then we have a pre-professional division that also learn the work um so i would say it's really two weeks okay. of rehearsal period for each program how our season works is we have two weeks of rehearsals and then we open the program and okay. then during the time it, the program is running, yeah. we're getting ready for the next program, okay. which opens three weeks later. Okay. Okay. I would love to understand the process. This is somebody who has not coordinated at all, knows nothing about dance, what it is to audition for a company and what that process looks like. Yeah. Well, it's not, I mean, the process is, 12 years yeah yeah making it's yeah. not like a, once instant you're, well once you're auditioning it, okay it's not really a process okay. that's not really a process yeah, yeah. it's you audition and either you get in or you don't get okay. in and that's it okay it's just like yeah it, yeah that's how i mean and so 
the process is the, you know, like, you know, the 12 to 10 yeah. years of just getting ready to audition for a company. And then pretty much if it's hard to get a job if you don't get a job yeah. by 19, 20 at yep. the latest. Yep. Okay. Once that you're not in that rotation, yep. it's yep. just like sports, I guess. You yes. Know? Yeah. It's yeah. like you're kind of that window of opportunity passes. There yeah. are several dancers who do go to college, but unless they're going somewhere like Juilliard, yeah, it's not, you know, it, it's very, very rare that someone gets a job. Okay. Okay. Because those years, like from 18 to 21, yeah. really should be in a company because those are yeah. the most formative years of company okay. life. Okay. It's hard to come into a company at 21 or 22 after yeah. you've been in a college setting and then be functioning like at that level. Yeah. It's yeah. a totally different okay. thing. And it, it, it's been my experience with the dancers that I've worked with and the dancers, because I've not actually worked since I'm on fully on the other side with yeah. anyone yeah. who's gone to college. Okay. I've not hired anyone. Okay. Um, but when I was dancing, I did. And I found that there, for those dancers, yeah. it seemed to me that they were really having a hard time. Okay. Okay. Because focus is split a little bit with college. No, they're done with college. Oh, at that after point. college. Okay. So like if you're in the, a lot of the dancers that are now in the company are taking college classes. Okay. And Got that it. is really hard, hard, but yeah. they're, doing it yeah yeah yep. and they're in the company okay already, okay which seems to be a better match as opposed to going to college yeah. full-time and then trying to get a job okay got it okay you had mentioned uh just a few minutes ago robert weiss how did you first meet him um so ricky was a principal dancer in the new york city ballet okay and he what being a principal dancer in the New York City Ballet is pretty much, you know, yeah. you can't, yeah, you've risen to the highest point, yep. Even if you're not one of like the, and he would say, I wasn't one of the stars, he wasn't like Peter right. Martins or Varishnikov danced in between at New York City Ballet during that time. And yeah. I mean, there was that word Valella, but he was in that rank, so in yeah. my opinion, he was. So when you grow up at the school of American Ballet, you're pretty familiar with those people yeah and he had endured a really serious injury when he was i don't know maybe in his 30s dancing okay. um and he came back and i guess he had done one last season at that time the board of the pennsylvania valley which was in the 80s was yep. looking for a director so he applied for the position he got that job and he took that company really like to the next level okay. and he was a young you know he was i think young. 33 at the okay. time um and when i when we were and when i was auditioning for companies several of the classes ahead of me had dancers who had gotten into Carolina Ballet. Okay. It was a new company. It was, in, yeah. I think, founded in 1998. I mean, I should know that for certain. I think that is <laughs> true. Um, it's 26th season, so. That's right. Well, 1997. I 
I think the first, sure. Okay. I don't know. Either <laughs> or. Um, I can't remember if it was like they spent the year before. For yep, how, yep. I mean, I, again, I'm just sort of drawing a blank on that, but um, so this was one of the companies that was like in the zeitgeist of yep, things. Yep. Um, there was North Carolina dance theater, which had been around for a bit longer yeah. and more established at the time because of its t like tenure yes. alive. And um, a colleague of Ricky's named Jean-Pierre Bonfou, who is married to Patty McBride, th that couple had been running it. Okay. Anyway, that's irrelevant. But I had known Ricky just because I had known Ricky. Yeah. And then he was really, he had, you know, like a, he was really instrumental in a lot of people a lot of Russians actually finding work, after, okay. like once they defected, and one of them was who who was the t main teacher for the boys at the School of American Ballet named Olga Kostritsky, and she and Ricky had worked together at Pennsylvania Ballet, and okay. when he started this company, she had tried to get people work, yeah, her students who had graduated, and um, I. And he, I had been in Saratoga for all the summers training, Saratoga yeah. Springs, New York. Yep. And he, he was actually the director of that summer program when okay. he was much younger, while he was a principal at New York yeah. City Ballet. <laughs> That's where Olga and he actually met. Okay. And I had gotten in trouble there one summer and they sent like when I was 16 and yeah. she sent me down here for a month with one of the older classmates, like okay. older classes of men who had dance with the company. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, and he had, he was four years older than me and he grew up around the corner from me and he was okay. sort of like my pseudo brother and she sent me here. So that was the first time I spent time here. And yeah. you know, that was yeah. really weird that I would end up here. Yes. And now here you are mm -hmm. back again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I've known Ricky most of long my time, life. Long I mean, time. Yeah. I mean, certainly most of my, more than half my life. Yeah. Yeah. What was the passing of the baton from him to you? It never really happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a very, um, he is an amazing, he was, yeah. he is an amazing director. He was an amazing director. Yeah. He was an amazing, he is an amazing choreographer. Um, like, he is a unique person because he was an only child. Yeah. So I, he's not terribly emotional, but he's able to communicate well. Yeah. Um, the, I, I think that he, I think that when he and the, when he approached the board, yeah for this a transition to happen yeah. he was tired like cuz it okay. was it's very it is a very it's a very bizarrely hard yeah. job yeah. because you're having to raise money raise awareness create work make sure that everything's ready yeah oversee financials all of these things from year to year not it always hand to mouth in the 
yep. beginning stages and not that different now actually but yeah. because of the the groundwork that was established under his 20 years yep like without a co-director there was a lot of infrastructure in place but okay. that said i think you know he had just gotten so tired he had run pennsylvania yeah. ballet for nine years he came here when he was in his 40s yeah like you know in the like around 48 and yeah. then did this for like arduously for 21 yeah. years and by the time i was in my 30s um you know we i had been his choreographer in residence yeah. i had set work of his on the company i had helped fundraise with him so there was a lot of things at the time that were very symbiotic yes but when you when you've run a company for so long and you've been a leader for so long yes and people have worked for you yes and you appoint someone who worked for you yes and is 40 years younger or you know i'm 36 yep. years younger yes. than he is it's like the dynamic is very hard to adjust especially yeah. when that generation like i my yes. default setting is always to report to him yeah and i think you asked the question of like what that was like yeah. or what that's like we really haven't worked it out so and we're constantly trying to work it out and um you know the the i think organizationally culturally we always want to honor the people yeah you know that's a big thing in ballet that's a big thing in music I, yes. I like a classical music i think you really it it really seems vital yes to the integrity of what's happening to acknowledge okay the generations before yes because they really are pi such pioneers yes but what happens has happened in this situation situation is that my inability to really step away from the way it was yeah created a challenging a, a challenging um dynamic between us because it wasn't okay. like he was doing anything different than he had always done okay and i was still reporting to him calling him about everything yeah. um and i think now that i've i'm like in the early stage of my middle life yeah i realized that i don't really need that anymore yeah. nor do i want that yeah. because it's somewhat debilitating okay you know yeah in terms of just what is yeah. what is really mine yeah like, what yep. do i really yep. think about art what do i think about yeah. ballets being made what do i think about how the company should be run it's like i don't really i mean i would say i'm just now starting to understand what i okay and that's not to say that i have any like i loved working for carolina ballet right. under him right so and i'm proud to but i also yeah. have now turned you know i'm 38 i just turned 38 this summer and i'm going like if i'm gonna do this yeah. for another 10 years even or more yep. i need to find a way that is actually true to myself and yeah true to yourself is such a weird thing because it sounds so like i don't know nauseating yep, yep. in a way or not yeah like you're it's so indulgent but the but what i have started to understand about that statement is there are things that 
line up with how I feel internally that reflect the way things are externally. Okay. Okay. You know, yeah. More inclusivity, more acceptance of certain body types, more that those making sure that there's a a a supremacy that exists that has nothing to do with white supremacy. And I think in the world. Yeah. I think we all long to be superior to one another that's just ingrained but when you're competing at such a young age for a place to be seen yes not as one of the groups it's so it's so entrenched and drenched in how the dynamic of the ballet world exists so trying to be cognizant of that Okay. You want to give more people more roles, yeah. spread the wealth in yeah. terms of the casting. Where that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case when I right. was dancing. Right. And that was not a problem. I mean, that's yeah. just how I did it. Yeah. You know, but what the trend so now the passing of the baton is like this constant conversation. Yeah. Constant emotion, constant, you know, and that's just not really where we need to focus time yeah it's a it's yeah. a, it's yeah. pretty yeah and so it's been seven years since that transition happened and wow. we're still yeah it's like the better part of a decade which is breathtaking yeah it's that it is and it it's interesting to see how that plays out for someone in one stage in their life and in my like because i'm still young yes. in life yeah not young but young in life yes and, you know and he is still young in like another part of his life. So he realized, I think he was realizing lately that he has so much more he wants to do in terms of the art form and to have, you know, we're not, he's a heterosexual male, but queen B is in the hive. It's just not, it does not work. Yes. Yes. There's one queen in the hive. Unfortunately, you know, that it's real, and that doesn't mean that, yeah so it's a it's still a work in process to be quite frank it's an interesting process too i think anybody who goes to i mean whether it's you who's going through it right now or anybody who's going through it in a different industry or not it's always interesting uh that passing of the baton from leadership because i think what you are have going on is not unique not unique at all but it's one that people are going through you're like just if you're gonna pass it pass it yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty hard. Yeah. For, I mean, and I think the fact is that we both cared about yeah. one another and one yes. another's well being, but actually that is not as horrible as this sounds. Yeah. That's not really relevant to what is pertinent to moving forward right. for a gr- like we are not the Zalman Raphael ballet yeah. company. Yes. We're Caroline on a ballet. ballet, and we were not the Robert Weiss ballet right. company. Therefore, right. it's like we really have to be, both of us have to be like, but it's very hard, especially for someone who founded yes. and fought so hard for it. And I see that and I and I have a deep level of empathy yes. and respect. But I think to to your point, to yeah. what you were saying is like you there's no nice way of yeah. kind of moving into the future. Yeah. is what I've seen yeah. because it's been 10 years, yes. almost seven yeah. years.
I want to hear your process and hop into your mind a little bit of um, how you approach, you've been choreographing since you were 12, how you approach choreographing a piece. Um, we talked a little bit about, you know, at the beginning of the season, what that looks like, but for you. Choreographing is different than like preparing work that goes on okay. the program. Okay. Just to, no, it's great. Teach yeah. me. I want you to teach me. So for instance, like the Firebird. Yes. Robert choreographed what, 20 years ago. Okay. And okay. we are teaching what Ricky okay. created and pass it on. From okay. Sometimes every like five seasons we revive certain okay. ballets. Okay. Okay. The Firebird being the okay. one. Okay. And that creative process happens in those weeks. Okay. Okay. How going back to the original question, but like for me, for you, what does that process look well, like? Well, I mean, I you know, it's kind of it cha it changes like situationally. Yeah. For what the work is. Yeah. So I mean, when I first when we first had this thing at the School of American Ballet called the school uh the student choreographic workshop. Okay. There were parameters. You could have five dancers. Okay. It was four minutes. Okay. So you find a piece of music. Yeah. In this case, we found pieces of music, classical okay. music. Okay. We worked with the music teacher. Okay. And then we would have rehearsal periods where the you would you know it's like sentence structure. Yes. yes. It's step structure. Yes. There are new new words. They're just new. I mean, and they're all, new words come about. But, yes. Um, it's how you get the work. Yep. Yep. Going. Um, and, um, or you, or how you st structure the sentence yeah. Yeah. rather. So, yep. um, that sort of, that was the initial okay. stages of just like trying to put steps together, entrances and exits okay. that also reflected the music. Okay. The steps being musical. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I liked how you use the sentence structure because that makes more sense in my mind. Yeah. Then you want to see a work that looks legible. Yes. Like that reflects the music. Yes. Emotionally, but also like. Yeah. Phonetically. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. For you, has there been a piece of work that has been your favorite to perform to? Well, I don't. Oh, like while when I was you were, dancing. While you were dancing. I mean, I didn't. I my like my time performing on the yeah. stage yeah. was just like it was over seven years, and there yeah. was, and I was um I was not like one of the featured dancers. dancers. Um, I could kind of enjoy dancing almost anything. There were, th there are things that I didn't like yeah. that I can really remember. <laughs> Throw them out. I'm not going to do that because <laughs> I would hate to, I mean, but most of the things I danced, I really enjoyed okay. dancing. Okay. I mean, I really, yeah. Like I liked the process of rehearsing. Okay. Um, I, I, if there was movement yeah. and steps and you, and there, it was challenging yeah. that I enjoyed. Okay. Um, I mean, I danced a lot of different ballets, but very rarely more than once. Okay. Like 
because how we do our seasons, it's like, for instance, on the Firebird program, we do Firebird, we do Salmbox. So like we do Allegro Brilliant. Yep. We do this new Horizon Valley. And so unless you stay around for five years yeah. and the valley returns to the rep. Yep. Whereas for instance, in New York City Valley, a lot of those valleys go from season to season because okay. different nights you can go see a totally different program, but okay. they just keep the valleys in, okay. you know, cycle, cycle pretty much. Okay. Maybe won't be in season for two seasons, but okay. it comes back because they give like perform over a hundred performances a okay. year. Okay. Like well over. Yeah. What is the, is there a number for the Carolina Ballet? We do the... close to 80. Okay. But yeah, and that's a lot. That's a lot. But how we generate ticket sales is by running one program. Yeah. Because for, again, a less, a, a lot of ballet companies throughout the world do this. So that's yeah, not really yeah. true. It's just really in New York City Ballet because of the way that yeah. was you know, like, yeah, yes, they were, they're able to dance a plethora of work. Okay. Whereas okay. with us, when we run the Firebird program, it's 11 shows. So you do those yeah. ballets, like even if you're in one of the cast, yeah. at least six times wow. for a run. Yeah. So that's a lot of opportunity to dance that, but yeah. you might not ever. So for me, when I was dancing, it was, you know, I mean, there was a lot of things I enjoyed yeah. dancing. And um, I mean, particularly when I came back, to yeah. the company where I was like more comfortable learning yeah. stuff. And I don't know, a, a lot of those earlier years, it was like, I mean, it's strange. I don't remember yeah. almost any of the things I yeah. dance, like yeah. as a person. Yeah. Dancing yeah. Them. yeah. Do what is the nerve situation when you danced? For me, yes. I was not a performer. I'm okay. not a performer. Okay. It's strange with ballet because when you're a ballet dancer yeah. and you're training your whole life, you don't yeah. really understand this. Yeah. When you're young. Yeah. And you've been training your whole life. Yeah. You don't understand like all the layers of what exhibitionism right. really right. entail. Yep. Maybe it entails different things for different yeah. people. I don't really know. But <laughs> I have cut my intuition yeah. has led me to believe that there, there are people who derive a great sense of self okay. from being seen, Yes, but mostly being seen in a way that, I mean, sports, yes. there is something primal yeah. about all yep. and ballet and dance okay. period, you know? Um, I think in a way, the highest form of it is singing. Okay. Because you're really, you step out of really, you don't have to watch someone. Right. To be immersed in right. whatever it is. Yep. But as a dancer, as a performer, yeah. right, you have to really. So I, I mean, there's, I never identified with the male energy yeah I yep. didn't know that that's yeah yeah I couldn't so in ballet there's pretty like clear yeah you know and especially when I was dancing and coming up it was like you were like 
yes. the bravado male. Yep. yep. You know, and so a lot of the work, you know, it was a challenge to to take on yeah. information as in like yeah. the choreography. Yes. And create a place that felt true true internally yeah. like yep. that was in yep. my within and and in, in times that's not really your job right 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 in fact it's actually your job to try to create the vision of the yes. choreographer and how you as the individual in yeah. this piece reflect the greater yep. work yeah and not that i felt that was stifling right right i guess i did though yeah and i didn't realize that because <laughs> so as in terms of anxiety it yeah. was very hard for me to get on the stage yeah and, and be exhibitionist yes yes that's even yes awkward, you know i um yeah like i can see now in the see in the female dancers there's yeah. something a little it, there's i always gravitated towards the ballerinas just okay. because you know, the dudes like were in tights and, you yeah. know, you're like, yeah. you know, your ass is out fully yeah. and your, <laughs> yes. your yes. package is out on display. And it's yep. like, and you can tell like what guys really derive sense of yep. thrill from that. Yep. And I just was never, I could never get there. Yeah. It was, in fact, yeah, it was, so it was sort of like debilitating and, you know, Ricky, he would put me, he would like, let me learn big parts here and there. Okay. And then he would always just be like, you're just like, not, you know, and I yeah. sometimes yeah. did the, so like a soloist role. Okay. Here, like I think three times in the seven years I've performed okay. not okay. much. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe actually a little more, but like some of them were not that virtuosic. Yes. They were just like in pants and yeah, it was more yeah, yeah. about characterization okay um yeah so the stress it, it was deeper than stress okay i mean it would again that's yeah. indulgent yeah but it was like i yeah makes sense makes yeah. total sense uh my last question for you is just what inspires salman okay uh, <laughs> I mean, that, you know, that that's a long, you know, it's like a long journey to understand what motivates right, me. Right, right, right. And what motivated me when I was training and yeah. getting a job was yeah. super, it was like the idea of people... I mean, in this way, I guess, exhibitionistic, but not but yeah. like thinking I was the most beautiful, yeah. um, you know, very superficial things, yeah. actually, you know, and then I think I've been lucky enough or not, I don't know, just to have to really work through that because I was confronted with myself so young, okay. like realizing that my longing for acceptance from others in the way of like them you know you grow up in this community of people they're so gorgeous they're so yes yes yeah and people you know lots of the dancers in your 
city. It's like they're in the pages of Vogue, the pages yeah. of Vanity yeah. Fair, all these things. And, you know, we're going to these events at yeah. the Met, you know, even young, like participating yeah. in these events and being asked to be like just standing places yeah. and ballet costumes for big parties yeah. and always hoping that people see you as yeah. attract like gorgeous. Yes. You know, yeah, like, yeah. And that really, I mean, I think drove me to a very dark place quite yeah. young yep. because you're just like so riddled with, or I was, I don't think a lot of people are, Yeah. but then when I got on the other side of it, it was just like, I just wanted, it was the only thing I knew how to do. Yeah. So it was the only thing that got me actually out of that. Okay. Okay. Right. Like yeah. that I was able yeah. to be immersed in doing yes. something, yes. doing something that wasn't negative, yep. doing something that wasn't harming me. It was yes. doing something that was like, yeah. and so I started to understand that if I wasn't doing something that was hurting myself or hurting those around me, yeah. I was in a way benefiting the flow of life. Okay. And, um, and I think that that is in short kind of yeah. what helps me to just keep doing day to day just okay. even if it it's like i vacuum yeah. the whole yeah. i go around and clean the studio yeah we yeah. just moved into this brand new beautiful facility and i derive a greater sense of like i feel closer to that person yeah. who is cleaning yeah. than i do the director I feel more on the ground. Yeah, I feel yeah, I feel less away from. Yeah. I don't know, like I feel very calm okay. doing that kind okay. of those menial tasks yeah. that help day to day yes. like, that the pet, the trash doesn't get. Yes. Right. So, um I still do those things now more than ever just to remind myself that like I'm just another person because I could get really lost in that. Absolutely. I'm the most gorgeous person. Yeah, like, and yeah. who, who am I? Yes. Who I am. Yes. So. It makes total sense. Like taking a step outside of the dance almost and outside of the dance world and coming back to just you. Just being another person yeah. that, you know, we the dishes always need to be done. Yeah. Right? Like they're never, until we pass on to the other side, there's yeah. always going to be some dust yep. to like put, yep. put in the pan and yep. right. So, um, and in that way, because really I think that Carolina ballet and all ballet companies, yeah. the only way they're going to continue to gain visibility yep. and uh, garner energy yep. collectively is by letting the younger people love youth. Yes. Yes. And point me bringing it up is to say that, like, when you see them, yeah. you're drawn. Yes. When you actually get over, like, why you haven't come or yes. whatever. Yes. They're artists. They're athletes. Yeah. And they're creating a world for you to step outside of your day-to-day -day right. that isn't, net, like, ballets, not all of them are, like, linear. Yes. So there's yeah. something really amazing about going see an evening yeah. like the Firebird and that all to say, it's really important for me to try to let the 
like I helped to push the initiatives yeah. and guide the, yep. but that really it is them. And hopefully that they will have the good sense yeah. to step away in their capacities yep. one time. Yeah. Yeah. Solomon, I can't thank you enough thank for you. having me here. And if uh, you guys are in the Carolina area, please go buy tickets um, to the Carolina Ballet. Um, go watch these incredible performances. I just thank you for coming on and sharing your story and sharing more about your work. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. You. And as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.